Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 72, Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast, and the podcast where two of us can grow a beard, and the other, not so much. My name's Anthony. I'm Tommy. And uh, no George again today. He's off being essential, and buy, he bought a house. Congratulations <laughs> to George. He bought a fucking house. He just said, he's like, I just spent this much at, uh, at Home Depot or Lowe's, and I was like, congratulations, man. We're adults now sucks <laughs> but today we are joined by the amazing logan wilkinson who yes. is one of the founding members of mm -hmm. that nerdy site and the host of news you care about it's a podcast it's awesome check it out logan thank you so Hello. much for coming thank yeah for thank you for having me it's a pleasure i'm so stoked i uh i threw out a buzz tweet last week saying i want to collab with all you beautiful people mm -hmm. and then you liked it and i was like and I'm gonna DM him, and I got your DMs. Yeah, uh, and I Absolutely. said, "Hey man, you got right up in them." I was like, "Oh, I got deep in them guts." <laughs> and I was like, uh, "We, we got to do this. You want to do it?" And you're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Sweet, mm -hmm. let's do it." So now we're here. Um, if now I may, before I also just wanted to give a shout out because you do amazing like 30 second videos on Twitter that are probably like TikToks, I imagine. But like, I see them as tweets because I don't have a TikTok. Yeah. I'm old man. Uh, that are like pure legendary they're great they're very very funny <laughs> thank you i actually so i deleted my tiktok but i still mm -hmm. have a lot of those videos but i, I want to do more in that form yeah they're uh, very funny you're very talented they're fun the only bad part about trying to do it without tiktok is is so tiktok although like with all the drama and, and stuff with it being you know uh what was it uh yahweh chinese or whatever the fuck, fuck yeah Tencent, chinese and all that all that jazz and security measures and stuff which are kind of silly because of the whole like Facebook, Instagram, and all that are constantly data mining you as well. Now they're like, oh, it's going to a different level. If anything, the Chinese government is using TikTok to take all the processing powers to your phone, from your phones to encryption. I don't know. I'm not a spy. But <laughs> TikTok, for what it is, I, there's no fucking way that app should be free because the level mm -hmm. of, and I've said this before, the level of editing that app gives you when it comes to not only putting background music, editing, uh, even like the little things you can do, like uh, Echo Chloe did that one where she was like, it was really fast motion yeah. and then going on the front. Like the, the, the level of things you can do is straight up like a $500 quality editing program and it's free on your phone. You just got to give the Chinese yeah. government all your information. It's exactly. not that difficult. We already give it to Facebook every day. But uh, thank you so much, man. Yeah, those videos are fun. I like making little stupid videos from time yeah. to time. Uh, sometimes it gets me in trouble at work, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did the one where I was like, and I suck dick. And my I got a call from my boss like a month later. It was like, yeah, you got to delete that. And I was like, I should have never showed you my shit. Uh, I showed you that in, <laughs> I showed you that in confidence. confidence right, yeah. What's next? You want me to delete my OnlyFans? Not a chance. Uh all right, let's hop into the housekeeping. Tommy, I can't delete the OnlyFans. Tommy, is, he, he supports <laughs> me a lot on it. All right, if you enjoy the podcast, please check out our daily news posted Monday through or Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and an occasional review posted on Saturdays. If you'd like to support the podcast or the listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us, but more about that later. Let's start off with our guest, Logan. What are you playing? Uh, I'm, I literally just started today, actually, uh, Ghost of Shishima. Um, it is fantastic. I am all about it. Um, it's been a weird gaming year for me. Like I've gone through like 
a month that I wouldn't play something and then I would play like four games in like that one month and go like a month off. Like it's been an interesting year for me. Um, as I'm sure it's been for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, it is in the probably five or six hours I've played it today, already probably my game of the year. Um, my yeah. holy, yeah, I'm told, to be fair, I should preface by saying I've not played The Last of Us Part Two yet. I've yeah. not played it. I'm waiting because I'm gonna be honest, I'm a coward because The Last of Us is my favorite game of all time and I don't want to see how it ends. I don't need to know who dies or not yet. I'm not ready for that yet. I am not emotionally ready for that knowledge yet. So I'm just pushing it yeah. off. Um, but yeah, Ghost is fantastic, right? Like as someone who loves like films and like the art of filmmaking, it is like very clearly inspired by like classic Japanese samurai films. And like, I love that. Um, it's a ton of fun. It is beautiful. Like, yeah, it Are is you playing it in the, uh, that, that art mode, the, the black. I'm not mode? playing it in the Kurosawa mode. Cause as much as I love the like classic black and white vibe <clears> of it, <throat> the game is just too pretty to not see all of the colors. Right, I thought that too. Like, I get people like I feel like playing it in Kurosawa mode like restricts you a little bit because what if you miss something because it's all black and white? That's my thing. So Cam um, from that nerdy is playing it in the black and white mode, and I I respect it, I appreciate that. But literally, like this is one of the most visually stunning and like beautiful games I think I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like I just want to soak up every single detail of this game, and like maybe like once I beat it the first time through, I might go back and then do black and white. But for the first time, I want to just experience all of the wonder in the game. Have you ran into any of the foxes yet? I ran into my first fox like an hour ago, and it and was what did magical. the fox say? What did the fox say? Ooh, <laughs> now, what a deep cut. We're going back to like 2012 over well, here. We, All right, we, I we literally that. just listened to that song today. We were coming back from Costco. My, my wife put it on for the kids. So Absolutely. it was fucking fresh. And we just, it just happened to step in that giant pile. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I met my first fox. Mm -hmm um yeah it's great i'm just all, i love the combat i know some people kind yeah. of have some issues with it but i think it's like fantastic the combat looks very much not what i expected but yeah I think I, what i'm watching is like the showdown modes or whatever the hell that is yeah. I, i've heard a little bit so maybe like regular combat varies from the showdown modes that's a different style yes for sure yeah like the showdowns literally don't take longer than like five seconds like they're like but, super short matches but i did see one of my favorite videos and i think it's got to be one of my favorite, it's not even a glitch, but one of my favorite ways someone has ever died in a game. Someone tried to jump off a roof and immediately got hit by fucking like 12 arrows in a row. It was, it was like, oh, I saw it. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it I was like an, crew, an yeah. air combo. He's like, dude, the guy's like, what the fuck? It's the, I will say just my brief time playing it. The game takes you being too low rank to fight enemies to like an extreme I have not used. Like it is like, if you fight an enemy that's a little bit ahead of you, it is going to one hit. Kill. It is going to like smash yeah. into pieces. And I think that instance of all the arrows happened in that case. And like I like accidentally ran into a fort that I was like underprepared for. It yeah. just annihilated. Just like it's not, wiped it's not out. like Assassin's Creed Origins or Odyssey where like someone five levels from you, you can kind of grind them down. No, it's like if they're like a little bit harder than you, they're, they're going to wipe you out. Yeah, it's going to fucking wipe the floor with you. Yeah. Uh, what else are you playing? Is that it right now? Right now, that's it. Um, I am not playing the Fall Guys beta because I'm just going to wait a week for it to get, come out. Yeah. Um, but I'm very excited for Fall Guys, which I'm sure we'll get into. Yeah, I've been watching videos. Yeah, I've been watching videos. There. Anyways, uh, Tommy, what are you playing? Uh, well, the one game I've been spending most of my time on. Besides games with my heart. I literally can't talk about. So fuck you, NDAs. Ah. <laughs> I'll tell you about it off street. Well, off recording. But... um. I've been playing Destiny 2, of course, and mm, I yep. just started Streets of Rage 4. Like, oh. 
How is an it? hour and a half before jumping into this. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You know what is rumored to be coming back? What? And it's a rumor. Scott Pilgrim the game. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And I owned that on PS3, and I can safely say it is one of the best side-scrolling brawlers I've ever played in my life. It's very much like, uh, what was that game uh, gifted and, and we were really into? The, the side-scrolling something uh, something like uh, uh, Alley Girls or something like that? It was a side-scrolling oh, brawler. Yeah, I know what you know, you're talking you, about. I you, know, you, you know, go ahead and finish telling me what you're playing. And I'll look yeah, it up. that's it. Like those... Fucking Tommy. Hold on. Japanese. I wish I could talk about girl, it. Brawler. I'm going to get the wildest shit. I just typed in side scrolling Japanese girl brawler. <laughs> really opening myself up for some, some, uh, some, some wild shit with that one. Yep. And there's the tentacles. Just playing. Uh, but Streets of Rage, yeah, I've only heard great things about it. A few buddies of mine, um, like, adore Street Rage 4. Like, and just the Street Rage series in particular. And they thought it's like yeah. a fantastic kind of continuation of that. Well, this is we... the first time I've ever played Streets of Rage. Really? Ooh, okay. And, yeah. Like, I've played beat em ups before, but never Streets yeah. of Rage. <clears throat> and it's on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass on PC or Xbox, it's free to download and play. And, oh, man. It, it's so much fun and if you have the friendly fire enabled and yeah. you're playing co-op you can fuck each other over in the funniest ways yeah like i picked up a boomerang and just started throwing it and i just started slapping my co-op partner by mistake every fucking throw <laughs> it it's so much fun and it's it's pretty like it looks mm. beautiful hmm I like that Xbox is kind of like had this resurgence of like brawlers because I, I I want the Double Dragon Neo or Neon or whatever when it came yeah. out originally on the 360. I remember I bought that. I played it online with a buddy and we didn't realize at the end you had to fight each other because yeah. I, I don't know if I if I ever beat the original game on the NES. I used to play that all the time with my cousins. But uh, and at the end we got a fight and we start laughing and I was like, sorry, man, this chick's mine. And he's like, no, she's mine. And they're like, we ended up fighting each other. Whoever won just started talking all that shit. Have fun on the ground, bro. I'm going home with her. You know, like like, like stupid shit like that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the Xbox is, gets all the really awesome, like side scrolling brawlers, like like these these revived franchises mm. that that did it just all these years and years and years of awesome mechanics. You know, and they they just only add more to it. Like the Streets of Rage series is something that we used to play all the time, whether it was one, two, or three. I remember playing three the most on Sega Genesis with my cousins as well, because that game was always so much more fun when you had. At least two people. Oh, for sure. That's like, uh, what was it? Final Fight? Have you ever play, tried to play the original Final Fight? Uh, that's the side-scrolling one. The one with Guy, right? I think that's Final Fight. But anyways, there's a side-scrolling one. Uh, one of the Street Fighter characters, Guy and Cody, are in uh, who are in Street Fighter Alpha. That sounds uh, right. Yeah, it is Final Fight. I, I remember trying to play that on my own on a Super Nintendo at like daycare. Oh my god, that game's utterly impossible to beat on your own. I swear to God, because you get to a level where like you're fighting a pro wrestler and his moves are just so fucking ridiculous, and mm. you're already limited to like a certain space, and he's like spinning across the whole ring. And I remember being like, "What the fuck, dude? Like this is ridiculous." And it was the original version that didn't have guys, so it only had Cody and like the girl's dad who gets uh, stolen. The big old the big old dude from uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, he's got the like the side sideways overalls. 
He's, just like, he's got a mustache. I can't remember his name. You know what I'm talking Haggard? about, though, Logan. Yeah, Haggard. He has a spinning <laughs> attack. He's like, Wah! he spins around. With like a lariat. Yeah, like a wild boy. Uh, okay, so what I've been playing, Marvel Strike Force on my phone has <laughs> sunk its talons so deep into my testicles wow, yeah. that I just can't stop. Uh, a buddy of mine got me into this, what, three weeks ago now, Tommy? Something like that. And, uh, man, it's loop is addicting. I, I have, like I said, I have spent some money. I probably spent about 40 to $50 on it. Oh, wow. Uh, which, you know what? Listen, I believe it's fair. I've gotten hours and hours and hours yeah. of time out of this. That's the way I kind of gauge, like, whether I buy some or not. Like, Knights in Pen and Paper was a game that started off as mobile that 100% uh, earned its $5. Mm. Uh, Marvel Strike Force is very much one of those games where if you're, like, like they're catering towards the whales. Mm. Like, you're if you don't have a whole lot of money to spend, you're not going to get very far. But it still feels like you can still grind it out over, like, the course of three, four weeks a month. And still mm. have like a, a decent team. Uh, it's fun. It's intuitive. Huge roster. Mm. I, I'm having a good time with it. I love it. <laughs> I, I feel silly saying that I love it, <laughs> but I love it. Embrace it. No, yeah. But, uh, I've been I've been playing more Among Trees. Uh, Pop Agenda uh, sent me a, 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 a. I can't talk today. Pop Agenda sent me a key. Mm. Uh, it's a really pretty game. It's yeah. not going to win any awards, but what I feel like they lack in graphics they do this really cool thing with i don't know if it's just shaders or whatever they're doing but that forest that you're in feels really whimsical and doesn't feel like a normal forest and i feel like they with what they have and and what what they have to work with they've utilized it in a way to kind of like mask the fact that it's not the most graphically beautiful game but it's still a beautiful game Hmm. uh couple that with with uh lofi or lo-fi how do you say that lofi lofi beats I say lo-fi, right? Yeah, yeah. I say that's what I say too. Couple that with with a lo-fi beats uh, live stream on YouTube, and it's like the perfect de-stressor. Yeah. It's like what Minecraft used to be for a lot of people when it first came out. Mm. It was really bare bones. And you have that really nice, you know, ambient Minecraft music in the background. Uh, also, there's bears in that game, and they will fuck you up. <laughs> there's no way to stop bleeding unless you have bandages. And if you haven't found any bandages, you just die. And I thought going to sleep, I've been sending them, like, it's one of the first games I've played in pre-alpha that I actually send them, like, like updates to the thing. Because you can hit F2 and, like, write, you know, like, here's an idea or this doesn't work or that. Uh, and it's still one of the only games I've ever done that with. And I'm like, please give me another way to stop bleeding other than bandages. Because, like, when I got hit by that bear, it was, like, really early in the game and I had to start over because it basically broke it. Mm. And I had saved. I saved in the middle of bleeding and had no way to stop it. And I was like, fuck. Damn. Uh, I have Ooblets. I'm going to probably try that Ooh. tonight or tomorrow. Uh, once again, Pop Agenda, thank you so much. They sent me a code for that. Uh, I haven't tried it yet. Among Trees, I wanted to give Among Trees like a fair shake before yeah. I, uh, uh, I I do my review of it, which there's not a whole lot to the game. Like I said, it's pretty bare bones, but I do enjoy it, and it is a great like way to de-stress. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's very much a chill stream game as well, if you want a, yes. a night to kind of just... It reminds me of when I do my Gundam build streams. He's just kind of chilling, chatting, uh, chatting with chat. Very low stakes. <laughs> yeah. Um. What was it? Uh, the what was the game we were just talking about with uh, that Mike was playing? Uh, Fall guys. Fall guys. Yeah. Yes. Holy absolutely. Shit. I've been looking into Fall guys. Yeah. I need to. I, this game is a must buy. I'm going to be buying yep. it. Probably on PlayStation because I'm a Sony pony. I want to buy it, it on PlayStation. Absolutely. 
I, I want to buy it on PC, but it's it's it. very it's a first world problem for me because if I play it on PC, I've got to do my chat on my phone for for streams. But if I play on my PlayStation, I can look at chat on my computer while I do that. Super first world problem. Mm -hmm. uh, but Fall Guys looks amazing. Fall Guys yes. looks like the Battle Royale nobody realized they knew they yes. wanted. Fall Guys is one for me where so that was actually that nerdy's game of the show at PAX East this year. Yeah. Um was Fall Guys. Like we fell in love with it. Um it is so much fun. It is like the battle royale that like I never knew I needed, but like I immediately want. Especially as somebody who like grew up watching a bunch of crazy Japanese game shows, of which it is very much yes. inspired by. Oh yeah. It is the oh, best. Yeah. I love it. MXC and yeah. uh was it Wipeout. Pulling also uh when you said that nerdy, you meant that nerdy site.com? Yes. And you can also find them at what was it? Uh, Twitter.com slash that nerdy site, Instagram.com yep. uh, slash that nerdy site. Yep. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, like absolutely. Like it's it's so great. Like it's weird too because I'm also re watching with my girlfriend the TV show I Survived a Japanese Game Show. Yeah. Um, and it is very much like it is just like if they took that TV show and made it into a video game and made it even more yeah. fun because I'm goofing over the top. Like, it's great. I, yeah, it's Fall Guys is so much fun. I cannot wait to spend hours and hours and hours let's playing that and streaming that and reviewing it. It looks like it has, like, really strong, uh, what was it, Let's Golf vibes. Yes, that's a great, I think, a really good comparison, actually. Tommy and I put a, put a bunch of hours into Let's Golf, and yeah. that is, uh, actually, you know what? That game's so much fun. I'm not going to lie. Even when Floor Pool is just mopping the fucking floor with oh, us. golf with your friends. Um, yeah, golf with your friends. I said Let's Golf, didn't I? Uh, yeah. Golf with your friends is, is probably one of the like, I love the fact that you can just have 12 people in a party and there's just, there's no like on off on the chat and everybody's just fucking talking shit to each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Flurple's so like, fun. oh, was, what's a hole in one? Did I, did I break it? And we're just like, shut the fuck up, Flurple. But uh, yeah, it's just that game looks so, yeah, I need that game. I need that <laughs> game. I wish it were coming to Xbox or Switch because my laptop is garbage and my PS4 is dead. So. <laughs> Yeah, it is surprising that that's not an Xbox game because that that game would have made a wonderful Xbox Game Pass game. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Like straight up. Um, I, I'm hoping they do a. Uh, so it's coming to Steam. I'm hoping it goes to Epic Games as well, and Epic does like the the free game because it, it definitely has that like that like free game of the month vibe to it. Yeah. Um, and and I'm sure a lot of people have already seen it, are interested in, it, are going to buy it. But had they not had so many people talk about it had so many people do videos on it it probably would have been better to go as a free to play for a month on like some sort of website like a month or yeah. two after it was released either way game looks amazing and, yes. I, and it's gonna definitely be a day one buy for me and not a lot of indie games get a day one buy for me shit i haven't even bought ghost of tsushima and like i i actually really want to play it but <laughs> i ended up picking up the division warlords of new york expansion pass oh no on on playstation as well i bought it on xbox originally did that and then I got it on PlayStation as well because I want to do it on. You know, fuck you, Tommy. Don't give me that look. For all you audio people, Tommy just looked at me the, like 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 I'm a goddamn idiot, Tommy. You got to you about to get it twice. You about to get yeah. these business slips, Tommy? Because I got a hankering, Tommy. I got a hankering to play some fucking Division, Tommy. You could just replay the goddamn missions. I don't. I didn't want to play it on Xbox again. I want to play it on PlayStation. I'm a Sony pony. You know this. I Tommy. love the commitment to that. I'll give you that at the very least. Well, my main, my main, I started Division Two on PlayStation, so I wanted to yeah. take it back over there. 
Uh, plus, I was watching a lot of uh, YouTube videos of people going to Rogue and stuff, and it made me it gave me a total fucking hard on for it. Yeah, uh, I needed it in my life. Uh, I think that's it. That's all I've been playing. <laughs> We've got uh, off topic for a bit here, so let's take <laughs> a small break. Uh, you're gonna hear a sweet nasty ad, and then we will be back with more from the amazing Logan Wilkinson. And we are back from that saucy little ad. I love the fact that I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off the cuff real quick and just say how appreciative I am of Anchor and the fact that they give us ads to make money off of. Like we've made probably like I'd say total like three hundred dollars that has all gone back into the podcast, whether it be for like the, our new like uh, we. We made stills and we got a new logo and some stuff. Like it's all always gets thrown back into the podcast for what we need. And it's been a really fucking awesome way to to help upgrade and make things better. So I just if you're looking to start a podcast, man, Anchor is the way to go if you haven't already established yourself the, the old the old uh fashioned way. But if you're new to it, just anchor's solid. And then you got Squadcast. And I know this sounds like an ad. It's not an ad. I'm just I'm just gushing. <laughs> back Squadcast to back ads. Awesome. Yeah. Exactly. The only bad thing about the only bad thing about Squadcast is a monthly subscription. But I would say it's 100% worth it and pays for itself with just the quality of life improvements for that. So uh, unless it fucks up or it was me who fucked it up, I don't know. It's been it's happened one time and I wasn't sure if it was me or if it was Squadcast. So we'll just I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that one time. But Logan, actually, Logan, yeah. real quick, how do you guys do your podcast? Do you guys do it the old-fashioned way, or do you go through like a something like Anchor? We so we yeah we do it the old-fashioned way, just the the classic <laughs> yeah that had carried for the means for each had carried forward for years now. Yeah, that's crazy. I when we first started, I looked into that and like how to do it, mm-hmm. uh, and we're not in the questions yet, but I just wanted to ask because I know like uh, Cheeks Junior who does the Play Everything mm-hmm. podcast, yeah, they they originally did it the old fashioned way as well. And then I convinced him to move or he was asking me about anchor and I was able to convince him to move it all to anchor. Yeah. I know it's helped him out a lot, but I feel like you're going to, you probably get better analytics out of the old fashioned way. Right. Um, like, I mean, I can't compare it I guess, to, I guess I can't compare it to anchor, <clears throat> but um, I mean, we're definitely happy. Yeah. Like it's, the, it's easy. I mean, it's easy for us to see the numbers and see the like growth week on week. Um, yeah. Via the old fashioned way. So like, Anchor's analytics are good, but I, I have I have a feeling that the actual podcast analytics from each individual site that you probably have access to, yeah. Spotify, Apple, Google Play, stuff like that. If you have all those, yeah. are probably a lot more comprehensive on age, uh, you know, region, nation, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah, the, I always enjoy watching the region and nation ones. Shout out to our Ugandan listeners. Um, I don't know yeah. who you are, but I appreciate you. One of my favorite things is uh. I don't remember who's posting. They're posting about their podcast and like listens. And then Jono pops in. And he's like, check your New Zealand slash like Swedish slash like charts. Cause for whatever reason, a lot of uh, gaming podcasts from Australia and from the States trend very high in like yeah, New Zealand. Absolutely. <laughs> and they're not even like the normal ones, like IGN kind of funny and stuff like that. It's like kind of like offshoot ones. And they're like, they're trending like in the top 25 in New Zealand. It's yeah, so bonkers. I love That's it. That's where we are. Oh yeah. Then you guys are on that. Oh yeah, we're, we we got to be locking it down that New Zealand audience. That's our goal, right? <laughs> you locking down the Kiwis, exactly. Um, all right, so Logan, yes. So let's go over it. So you you, you used to be part of Irrational Passions, you're mm-hmm. not part of them anymore. But I'm assuming once that ended, you started up uh, that nerdy site, correct? Uh, yes. So I I had left um I left in August, uh-huh. um and then in on November first, uh we turned the lights on for that nerdy site. 
um, the eight of us that were there for launch day. Um, we've six, five of us, six of us were all on location in Austin. Um, and then a few of us couldn't make it, but yeah, we've been going since November now for that nerdy. So what was it like kind of building or not kind of, cause you did, but what was it like building that nerdy site from the ground up now with a, with irrational passions, I'm assuming you kind of had the template in your head of what you needed to do, like pre- prerequisites to build that base and then build that house on top of it. But was it, was it something that was hard or was it cause there was, you know, like you said, five to five to eight of you guys, like I, I'm assuming at least three of you have some sort of expertise or experience in creating websites. It's interesting for that nerdy, right? Where, because the, the original kind of idea came between me and Trevor, Trevor Starkey, um, kind of having these conversations when he had kind of was in a period of burnout after doing a lot of things by himself. Um, and then I was just had been kind of dealing with burnout for the like better part of a year at that point. Um, and then eventually left IP. And we each came from it for different perspectives, right? Where like I had been working for three years as part of a large kind of team yeah. and kind of that like collaborative setting and how that worked. And Trevor kind of had it from the perspective of someone grinding and doing all the work himself and doing, I mean, Trevor did a video or like he did a written piece every day for a year. And then he did a video every day for a year as well. Oh my um, God. Yeah. No and, wonder and, why he burnt out. Yeah, and then he was just he had nothing left in him. And so we each kind of had an idea of how it should work and how it shouldn't work and like what we could do and what we couldn't do. And I think we kind of complement each other really well in that regard. I mean, we're just complement each other really well in general with good yin and yangs. Um, and then kind of bringing on board everybody else. It was interesting outside of me and Trevor, only Cam um really worked for any other sites every the other six people or the five people all were working on the site for the first time whether it was ben chloe jazz um yeah. frank or christian um they'd never really been part of like an organization before and so it was fun to kind of build it with them and their ideas and their energy and their excitement um it was a lot of it's interesting it was it was very easy i think in terms of like the actual like getting everybody together and building it up. Um, everybody was excited to do it. Um, the hard part came, honestly, once the lights were turned on and just running the thing. Yeah. Um, but it, we've gone through growing pains. We've gone and learned a lot of lessons. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we're at what, like almost 10 months now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very exciting times. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're a small crew. We're a crew of three. Mm-hmm. Right now, technically a crew of two. Um, you know, my vision for dad's Nerds was always just an audio only podcast. We've got our social medias and stuff, but at, at the moment in my vision for, well, long-term until that changes, maybe we get another person or, you know, we start making a little more money on ads and stuff like that, that we're, we can kind of justify doing a website, but I never really saw dad's Beards nerds as something that needed a website. Like I mm-hmm. said, unless it somehow maybe next year, for whatever reason, we fucking blow up, people get into it. And now it's like, oh man, our podcast views are going like off the charts Maybe we do need a, need a website, but then it, it's more work. Like you said, you guys have a, have a larger crew, right? Is it still a larger crew? Uh, there are five of us now. Ben and Chloe yeah. are winding down that want to be film class, and then we'll be leaving. I think I want to say next week will be the last episode of that show, and then they're going to take our yeah. haters from the site. And then Christian just had a lot of kind of personal things um, that he wanted to work on, so he left earlier this month, I believe. Time's a flat circle in 2020, yeah. but I think it was this month. Um, the worst so year five ever. Um, and it's in the, in terms of like the website, I mean, yeah, it, 
I mean, we're in 2020 now, right? Like nobody, you don't need to be somebody who works in the game industry and write and have words on a document to kind of do this anymore. Mm-hmm. You can stream and you can do a podcast and you can do videos. Um, I think part of it for us at least was that Jazz is someone who went to school to be a journalist and now wants to go back to school and for an English major and like very much cares about the craft of writing and got like awards in college for doing this. Trevor and me are each someone who, again, love to write or people who do this kind of thing, really enjoy the craft of writing um, and kind of spent time in college doing that. And then post-college, obviously, like I've been writing about video games for like eight years now. Yeah. Um, so I just enjoy that thing. So like I wanted to keep writing about it and sure wanted to keep writing jazz, wanted to write mm-hmm. about it. Um, so it was kind of easy for us to make that decision. But I mean, certainly if you were like a new group of people wanting to do this, you should think like, do we need a website or can we start off as a podcast and maybe grow from there? And like, if you yeah. really want to write and like have your thoughts written down, then yeah, have a website. But if not, you can kind of maybe lock the URL down for the future uh but otherwise yeah you don't need one right now probably see i i see you guys not to diminish dad's beards and nerds in any way but i see you guys as as like actual like games journalism like mm-hmm. if you've got a site you're doing you know like stories every day stuff like that like you, you're already a ga- like a games journalism site i don't mm-hmm. really see dad's beards and nerds as games journalism as opposed to just like a, a gaming centric podcast because i mean like mm-hmm. if you listen to like our news i you know tommy and george they stick to a lot of gaming but i like to throw in like movie stuff as well in in my news so i like to see this is just kind of like a I, what like a nerdy conversational podcast re- realistically yeah um and i would say with this last bit of of real promo work that we did getting like especially with with the stills i think we, we, we've kind of taken that next step mm. um because i saw sites like ign nerdist uh games radar uh GameSpot doing they do a lot of stills they post a lot of shit on like especially their instagrams yeah. but it's all, all of it's like these stills with just like uh you know like halo infinite gameplay revealed and then there's a little book that says halo infinite gameplay was revealed blah 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 you're <laughs> coming back as master chief you're gonna be on this and blah blah, blah and, and then posted you know yeah. so i saw that so there's definitely an evolution going on with dad's beards nerds but i would yeah. say like we're i in my opinion i i feel like we're, we're nowhere near having a website yet like i said there's there's three of us yeah. and right now realistically it's just me and tommy and i think tommy will vouch for that um as well but i want to talk about um if i had the, to maintain a website i would cry <laughs> yeah, yeah. We so if we took the next level to website, we would literally have to like be like we brought on two new people who will like maintain the website, sure. and then we would like I would post stuff to it. But I'm not a games journalist. Like if you mm-hmm. listen to my reviews, like the DBN reviews that I do, I very much and I don't know if I ever talked about this on stream, but the way I fashion them is if it's me and Tommy sitting down at a fucking McDonald's eating burgers, and I'm like telling them about a game. Yeah, like because that's the way that's the way I've always told friends about games. Yeah. So it's not like my reviews; they've got curse words in it. You know, there's 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 mess ups. They're yeah. probably not like grammatically correct at times, but it's just like if you're in the heat in the moment, be like, dude. So I started playing this game, yeah. and you're telling your friend about it, as opposed to like something like IGN would do, where it's like. Hello, today we're going to speak of Dead Cells. <laughs> my name's Philip Mewson. Yeah. And oh my God, I can't oh, believe Jesus I plagiarized your, yeah. this game. It's too good not to plagiarize. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it's just, <laughs> how ridiculous was that tangent? He said, this game was I so know. good. How could I not plagiarize it? And they got mad when people said, fuck you. What is happening? Uh, Philip, we gave you all the time to come back strong to redeem yourself, and then you open up with that. What are you doing? Anyways, tangent done. So, I want to talk about burnout though, because Tommy and mm. I 
felt this for the first time, especially during COVID, because like I said, uh, our, our, our third, oh, we hit it hard. Yeah. Our third George, you know, he was essential. Um, you know, fortunately and unfortunately for, uh, for him and us, he's very important at his job. And, you know, he works one of those jobs where when COVID hit, it was people were going to it every day. So we lost George probably that first like week. Right. He told us like, listen, I'm not going to lie. Shit's fucking bonkers. And I can't do anything. You guys are going to have to hold the fort. So there's three of us. And one of the, the, the pros of dad's beards and nerds is there's three of us. So we've always been able to, if Tommy says, Hey man, I can't handle news state. Can you handle it? I go, yeah, sure. And we you know we it have would this, be like a month, <laughs> but it's been, it's been a, a bonkers three months. And then he bought a house. So he told us, you know, like, Hey, I got to do this house stuff. Like I don't, I don't have the time, which is fair. Life fucking life happens. Um, and we experienced our first bit of burnout. What was mm. it? We, there was like a week to two weeks where I think there was a week where I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not doing anything this week. Yeah. I was like, there's no prime. I'm not doing news. Tommy, if you want to do news, you can do news. And then that's like, when I piloted <clears throat> the uh, three day a week news and it worked. Yeah. Yeah. It's helped out a lot, but how, I mean, burnout happens to everybody and I feel like it's happened to you. It's obviously it happened to you with, at, at IP, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your, what was your way of dealing with it? I know it's, it's, I feel like everybody's got a different story and how they deal with burnout because everybody's different in a sense. I feel like burnout is also like, it's a mental thing as well, you know? Yeah. yeah. But what did you, what did you kind of do to not necessarily combat that, but kind of bring yourself back into the, like re- reignite that fire, whether it was diminished or, or dimmed? Um, I mean, I didn't deal with it well. At, I mean, like, it, it's that thing for me of, and it's so funny because, again, like, I had Trevor in my life um, who'd kind of already gone through two different kind of periods of burnout. First, after he did a year of writing every day, and then after he did a video every day for a year, and he kind of burned out after each time to, like, serve as an example of that, right? And even Alex yeah. at AP, he'd written every day for a thousand days um, and just, like, was just had nothing left in the tank basically. And the thing for me is that I'm someone who, yeah, I'm ambitious. I want to do really big things. Um, but also I'm very much like an optimist and happy go lucky. So when something is like not going well, I'm like, it's going to be fine though. And I'll just kind of like ignore the like head down barrel through it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe like barrel, exactly. Like barrel through it and be better on the other side, but like ignoring the fact that like maybe I'm just like getting more and more worn down. Um, part of it at IP was 2017 was such a banger year for us. It was such like, we like kind of blew those doors off everything and like kind of went like and grew so much. We're really building something great and did amazing things. And like we had Greg Miller and Joey Noel. Jen and Joey came for your guys' uh, extra life. For right? extra life. Yeah, yeah. And it was wild. And that like, that extra life was amazing. And we like smashed all kinds of like our goals and we like blew past them. And we did all these amazing things. Like we crushed like PAX East that year. And I think our game of the year content and like all just everything. It was a great year for us. It was like easily the biggest one. And then be like, all right, cool what do we do next in 2018? And I think it was like this frustration of not hitting the targets. Certainly I wanted to, but I would say collectively we wanted to in 2018, but me taking that on to be like, all right, cool. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Um, We also brought on three new people. I want to say in 2018, maybe four. Um, And then just personally, 
from a, I was a senior editor at the site. I mean, by the time we brought on these new people. And so it was a lot more of me editing things and a lot less of me writing and making the content. Yeah. And I kept wanting to make the content, not being able to. And that was a lingering frustration. And then just like some of the personal kind of problems with an IP began to really build. And then it led to the next year. And it, for me, it was that thing of, I was just very, yeah, like I was spent. I was spent, I I mean, by January. Um, and then it was just me riding on fumes all the way until I left in, by August. I mean, yeah. it was me not dealing with it with how we dealt with it, right? Like we didn't, I mean, like, and I think it was a collective fatigue. Um, but certainly on my end, like I didn't deal with it. I, I'm, I'm like a great example of like how to not deal with burnout. I didn't deal with it. And so what happened is I left IP um, and I just had like these two months to just like decompress and wind and just like bring it all together. It was awesome. And then I launched a website. I did my own giant creative endeavor that was awesome and great. And I loved it. And those first two months of that hit. And then, yeah, again, truthfully, like I again, like felt burnout again um, in January and February of this year, because it was just that thing of like, I hadn't just taken time to actually decompress from everything and deal with it. And like, weirdly enough, COVID has been this really interesting window of like forcing me to just be like, just breathe a little bit, right? Like, yeah. don't worry about as much on stuff, um, which has been like a, a interesting silver lining. Um, I would say for anybody who does this, right? And Jared Green, who's one of the senior editors or was one of the senior editors at IP, he's on a hiatus right now, um, and is somebody who I look up to in the industry. He always talked about the fact that like, you're talking about video games or movies or TV shows, whatever they might be. You're talking about dumb nerd shit. Um, and you're getting paid. Yes. Yeah. And you're, get, <laughs> and you're getting paid very little to do it, if anything. Right. And yeah. so like, don't kill yourself about for this. Right. Like these are things that you like and be aware of that fact. Right. And be passionate about it. Be one to do the best you can with it. But also if you don't knock it out of the park every time, be like, that's okay. And learn what you can learn. And, don't lose any sleep of it because this is just, we're talking about video games here right and i think i heard that and was like cool i get it and i didn't really get it and then um i was just like broke basically um and it's been yeah 10 months since i left ip and it's interesting and like a lot has happened in this 10 months too obviously um but i think one of the best is that i've just had time to like really think about what he said right and um listening to like trevor who is seven years older than me and is also just like an adult who's like has a function in life um and so those things and recognizing the fact that like these are things that i really love and i really do love video games but like if man if we don't hit the you know review date for this video game it is not the end of the world and if we don't have the best like numbers ever if we don't do this project in this month it's okay like there's gonna be another month it's gonna be another day yeah and i think being aware of that is something that's super important for content creators because it's easy to get burnt out. And I think we all know that there are a million podcasts that have three episodes and that's it. And it's not because those people are any less talented than any of us. It's the fact that like, this is really hard. It's really hard to do a podcast every single week on a schedule. It's really hard to write about the news every single week and build a website or build a brand or build a podcast, whatever it might be on top of your actual life, on top of your actual job, on top of your actual personal lives. 
let alone in a pandemic, right? Like these are just, it's just hard in the best of times. Yeah. And so I think it's just being aware of the fact that like every week that you get to do this is kind of its own little privilege and its own little joy and trying to like savor that, right? Like, cause ultimately we get to spend time talking about things we love with people that we hopefully love. Um, and it, I think it's more savoring on that and focused on that. And it's easier for me, I think, than some people, because again, I am someone who is like, I'm a Clark Kent, happy-go-lucky optimist. So like yeah. I focus on the bright side kind of naturally, but I think it's what we have to kind of focus on. I can, I, I can only pet myself up with so many personal handies, you know? So exactly. <laughs> tell me, tell me, what do you got to say about burnout? Cause you experienced it as well. I mean, I've experienced it hard. Yeah. Whether it came from what she said. streaming or fighting words with, the pandemic and all that it's been really hard to talk about fights so mm. i haven't <laughs> and i don't want to put half-assed content out there mm, yeah so because i think it's a disservice to anyone listening i'm like i'm gonna take the time i'm gonna better myself out of it yeah come back strong yeah and i think that's the best thing you can do yeah. if you feel like you can't put a hundred percent in there, even if it's just ninety nine percent, it's not worth it to do it because okay, first people are gonna see that you're not giving it your all, even if you're trying and you just mentally cannot do it. I think it's also so. I loved everything Tommy said, and I think it's also a recognition of the fact that, like, <clears throat> I think you have to be aware of the fact, that, like, sometimes it's okay to say, like, I just need a break, right? Like, I just For need. Sure to just like take a week off, whatever it might be and recharge myself. And I mean, shout out to right. Like the people at like that nerdy who've been like, I just need a break. Right. Like I like, again, Christian just being like, I just need to take a few months off and be like, I just need life is crazy right now. Right. And like, I think it's really easy to not do that. Um, and it actually takes like a considerable amount of like strength and wisdom be like i'm just not like there. like i just need this like week or this two weeks or whatever it might be um and it's a lot harder it's a lot braver than i think people give people credit for to just be like i need this time um and it's being aware of that and trying to be better about that and um i think we as a society maybe are kind of terrible at like taking time for like our mental just like oh even more true if you are a man in the society like and then it's even harder to be like i just need like a mental break like i just need time to like be all right because like if you're a man you have to be like the strongest person in the entire world all That's the time funny. they said i just saw a meme it was the the hand in the water meme and it's like this and it was like men's mental health and then it yeah. was like it said something like man up boom and the hand goes down yeah <laughs> and like that that's the thing and like i think being aware of that and like i i like to think that like the people in the industry we're getting a little bit better about that and a little bit more self-aware about the fact that like hey like it's okay to just like take time for yourself and that is kind of what's most important yeah and so it's also recognition of that fact yeah so sure. two two things number one it's not due to burnout but if you are starting a podcast, I cannot stress this enough. Templates, templates, mm. templates. Mm -hmm. Make a template and upgrade it and change yeah. it as you as you you know seem fit. We have a template for news. We have a template. Yeah. Oh, I have a template for reviews that, that I. The template for reviews is so, like, it's just it's the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it's just the beginning. And but but it still helps. And the templates are going to help you out so much. And I, I've got a template with news. I've got yeah. my template for for the main podcast that keeps me basically bullet points stuff like that. But 
Like it'll help you as starting a podcast. I think that if you can establish templates before you actually do it, you yeah. will make it past that three podcast mark because you've got, not only do you have, it, it's going to be easier. It's going to flow easier, but mm-hmm. you've already put in <clears throat> half the effort to make sure that your podcast has some longevity. I think also what I would say too to that is, so yeah, 100%, everybody get a template. Doesn't Yeah, absolutely. Make your life so much easier. But also a thing that I'm always a big fan of is having basically an episode zero, a pilot that doesn't ever go live. I just do the show once without putting it out. Like do the show, record it, edit it, have a finished product. And so that you and the cast can understand what like the flow of the show is going to be like, what like yeah. the structure is going to kind of feel like when you actually do it. And have that episode and have it just be for you. And then you guys or girls listen to it and kind of understand this is what it's going to sound like. Here we can maybe cut or add more time to whatever. Just like TV shows have pilots and make that your pilot so that when you do the actual first episode, you already have one under your belt. You already have yeah. done this before. Um, and then also, this sounds really easy and simple too, but it's actually surprisingly difficult. Pick a day on the calendar. Pick a day. It doesn't matter what day of the week. Pick a day make that your day and no matter what happens that day you're recording the show basically because yeah. it's when you be like all right cool we're gonna record just sometime this week you know once a week is when it's gonna become a mess right like we've <laughs> all had that and then it never actually gets off the ground right like you pick yeah. like all right at 7 p.m monday we're gonna record this show if one of us isn't there it sucks to be that person we're recording the show at 7 p.m on monday and then yeah. maybe once you've done the show for like 10 15 20 episodes you have it under your belt that it's like becoming a thing that's in your like routine every week then you maybe you can move it and make it a bit like more flexible but like pick a day do it at that day and time and like then it'll become part of your weekly routine see i'm lucky i work with uh i do this podcast with two amazing other people tommy and george have always uh been very flexible with my schedule because uh like like i was telling you earlier before the, we started the podcast i work in the uh the casino industry mm-hmm. and then really any given point my set days off can change so Tommy and George, I got to give them kudos <laughs> for always uh, evolving the day of Prime. Absolutely. It's been Friday. It's been Saturdays. It's been Sundays. Every once in a while, it'll be on a midweek day. Because, like, listen, <laughs> I'm Australia's sweetheart. I get a lot of Aussies <laughs> on the show. Absolutely. Their hours are, are a little wild. Oh, so, my gosh. Uh, I'm so, on the East Coast, which makes yeah. things that much worse. We, we've done, like, like, a Tuesday or Wednesday podcast here and there. And I just uh, – but, yeah, man, it's – we're very fortunate dad's beards nerds is because the three of us are very open and if one of us isn't feeling it the other two are like yeah, yeah dude take as much time as you need yep. it's never been a fuck dude are you kidding me dude i gotta get new yeah. i gotta do your news now today you know we've always yeah. been very flexible when it comes to each other's needs schedules stuff like that there's never been any pushback like if i gotta now that we're only doing news three days a week that's another thing i want to give us kudos for not to stroke my own ego and pat my own back at the same stroke time. it man stroke um, it but like we've always been very good at, at, at evolving to uh, yeah. needs and you know time allocated. So I think that's a another important thing. I, I think a lot of people actually, from what you've said, Logan, uh, are, are going to learn a lot from it because I don't think I feel like burnout doesn't get talked enough. Like yeah. people talk about it, but I feel like it, it like the reasons why I don't get talked enough. It's kind of seems like oh I had burnout and that's it. Well, why yeah. why did you get burnout? What were you doing like with your stuff? Like you said, like I pretty much wrote every day for a year. And I can like when it comes when I think of people like Jake James Lugo who does his own his own YouTube channel and stuff like that. Jake is killing it, but it's just him, and I cannot imagine. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, he and he it's it's like dude, his contents. He pumps that that shit out so fucking fast all the time, and and it's like such a high level where and it's just him. 
Like, I can't imagine doing yeah. DBN on my own. I struggle <laughs> with fighting words. I don't know how he does it. Jake, he's he's a different breed, man. He's a different human. He's, and, he's, he's a next step on, on that fucking human being level, to be, to be honest. And, like, I know that there's some cross-audience between DBN and fighting words. Mm. You guys know I barely edit fighting words. It's practically <laughs> yeah. record and post. But Jesus Christ, the work that Jake James Lugo does all by himself is insane he runs yeah. it all on his own his discord I his youtube channel all the social medias that's the one thing where i'm like i tell these guys all the time like i just want someone to manage the social media oh my god i right. just want someone to manage the social media that's all i want because yep. with yep. this with the stills a lot of people don't understand how much time you spend on social media as a as a podcast and then just even trying to fucking grow good luck with that i don't know how it happens it just <laughs> happens like you got to guilt your friends into a lot Fucking yeah. liking your 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 Twitter, your podcast Twitter and your podcast Instagram. Twitter is like kind of like it's like one follower a month. Instagram, I don't know the fu- I haven't cracked that that fucking DaVinci code and I never will because I have absolutely no idea how growth works on Instagram anymore. Other than posting an ass pic. <clears throat> nice. That eventually my work will tell me to take down. But <laughs> that's besides the point. They can't handle this pasty ass. Uh, all right. <laughs> Logan, yes. I would want to say I want to say thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Uh, listen, when it comes to to people like you, I love it because you've been in the industry for a while and you've done it at, mm. at all angles, and I get to pick your brain and essentially reap those beautiful fruits from from your brain tree and oh. and utilize oh. it, uh, you know, for for DBN. But I I appreciate it. It's almost like I get a personal like like lesson from the person uh, and everybody else gets to hear it. I think it's very important. The things that we talked about today, that people who want to do it and people in the industry get to hear it. Cause like yeah. I said, I don't, especially when it comes to burnout, I don't think a lot of people understand what that really means. Like they kind of feel it, but it comes in so many different shapes and forms. And I think some people, like you said, like uh, we as Americans very much have that quality, not yeah. that, quality, but that mindset of like, you know what? Head down, go forward. You can do it. doesn't matter how you do it. You can do it. You can do it. And then you hit burnout. And you know, luckily we live in a time where like mental health issues are so now widely known and not widely publicized, but talked about. So it's like, mm-hmm. fuck, I think I'm feeling what that guy's feeling. Is that what yeah. burnout is? Is that what I, what's happening? I think it, it's important that we get to talk about that. At, you know, especially in the games industry, the small podcast industry, the indie yeah. podcast scene, stuff like that. I just, I appreciate you, man, being so open with it and whatnot. I think it's important for me to where I think a, a job of anybody who has any sort of position of whatever has just done something long enough is that like you want the people who kind of come after you to do it better and to avoid the mistakes you've made. Right. Like in, yeah. in any sort of leadership position I've been in, whether within this industry or outside of it, like I want the people that I'm training and kind of that are looking at me to want to succeed where I failed and want to grow where I did well and, keep building up my successes and my failures and in particular my failures right like avoid the mistakes i made right like avoid the burnout avoid the frustrations avoid the grind if they can do it and i think that's a big part for me right like i am certainly not someone who is perfect um but i think that i've garnered some sort of like insight into this over eight years of doing it um both by myself then with ip and then now with that nerdy and i think the the advice i always give is that Ultimately, at the end of the day, if you do something that you are proud of, that you believe in, that's going to be the most important thing because people will come to that ultimately. Like they're going to come to see that you are like someone who is authentic, that 
cares, that believes, um, and that hopefully just like a fun person to be around that is enjoyable, that like has yeah. a lot of fun with what they talk about, what they play. Um, and also I'm just be like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. There's going to be those moments where you're like, is it worth it? And I think if it's something that you love and believe, then yeah, like it should be fine. Also, you know, maybe don't put all your eggs in one basket, but yeah. like it's diversify. Like, yeah, like diversify. And like, I would always say like, find people who are like-minded and want to do similar things and like collaborate. Like collaboration is such a big part of both this industry and life. Like find people who you can be friends with and work together and do fun things with, right? Like I've been blessed to have so many amazing friends in my life um, who have helped me and who I've helped and who've just done fun things together. Like again, you already said that you're Australia's sweetheart, which I'm a little upset with because again, I was the original Australia's sweetheart and I somehow got supplanted <laughs> here and they all and they all turned on me. Okay. I think, not- I think I think what we need to do is the classic Australia uh sweetheart street fight where we go to Australia and we each get it, we each pick our own koala and we beat the fuck out of each other with it. With That's a the game plan, right? Like I don't wanna yeah. I don't wanna, like take pot shots at like NATO. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Jonah over here. I hope you Brendan, like I hope you like koala but... chlamydia because you're about to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bring it. All right. I grew up on the streets. All right. Let's go. <laughs> I jokes on you, I do wield koala. <laughs> My koala checks. All right, Logan, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me at Lefty Logie or Lefty Logie. You can pronounce it either way. I've given up on that fight on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. Uh, you can also go find me at That Nerdy Site. Um, and I host uh, The News Care About, which is a weekly video game conversational news podcast there as well. Perfect. Uh, Logan, once again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I uh, really yeah. appreciate it. And uh, you, dude, you can come back anytime you want, man. Absolutely, yeah. You were we'll definitely get you on that new site very, very soon. Ah, uh, yeah. I can go on tangents on another podcast. I love Amazing. it. Amazing. We're ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's hop into that sweet nasty outro. As always, if you'd like to support the podcast and the listening, please check out our anchor page at anchor.fm/dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button. Choose your price, name your price. You can cancel it any time, but we'd sure appreciate it. Next up, find us on all social media at Dad's Beards Nerds. And if you'd like to be a part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio and the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Next up, we're going to find George at Ghioco. That's G-H-I-O-C-O on Twitter. And that guy underscore George1337 on Instagram. Tommy at Nightwing593 on Twitter. Nightwing5930 on Instagram. And me, Anthony, at DadBobPlays on all social media. Until next time, my name is Anthony. I'm Tommy. Have a good night.